Welcome to episode 12 of The Current, a podcast for Christian teens looking to rebel against the current of our culture. I'm Caleb, your host, here with my sister and co-host, Ellie. We'll see you after the break. Hey guys, it's Caleb and Ellie here from the podcast, The Current. We're here to tell you about how we make our podcast on Anchor. It's a platform where you can make your own podcast completely free. There's creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Ellie? I don't really know what else to say. Um, we are going to be starting episode 12. It's been a while. It's been quite a while, actually, because we're usually, our consistent schedule is usually Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, we apologize. We apologize. We kind of had a plan, kind of didn't have it planned. It was all part of the plan, but not until now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sort of part of the plan. So, yeah, um, just kind of taking a little break, letting you guys catch up on some of the episodes, and uh, just uh, get the, we're excited to get this one out here. Um, we missed all of this week and all of last week, so we've been kind of out of the loop for a little while. But um, today's episode, I'm thinking, is a big topic, so we'll probably run a little bit long with this episode. Mm-hmm. So, if you've been waiting for the current, hopefully you have. Here's your here's yeah. your big bite of it, I guess. We kind of had like spit out like a ton of episodes at once. So yeah. I feel like you guys might have needed a little time to catch up and Yeah. Because um, you guys have busy lives. Yeah. Too. So after today though, we are planning to get back on pace every Tuesday and Friday. Um the weekend wonder thing. We are planning to still do that. That's gonna be um that's gonna be a little bit more iffy probably. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every weekend if we can, but there's no for sure. Our lives are getting getting busier as it goes. So. Yeah. So um. Anyway, we our topic for today is going to be love, which is obviously interpreted in many different ways. Um, you know, you know, there's I'm sure there's different thoughts going through all of your minds right now. <laughs> Like you're thinking, ooh, mushy, wishy love or whatever, <laughs> or like, like how God loves us, or like how you would love a family member, and we're gonna talk about all aspects of that. Now, eventually, in a later episode or a weekend wonder, we might get into um, specific, um, like, do I dare I say genre of love, but like, <laughs> but types of love, types of love you, whatever. But my point is, is for this episode, it's more of a broad episode. Which is why it's going to be probably a longer one, because there's a lot to cover here. I mean, dropping the word love on an episode isn't really uh, just, uh, you know, you can't really get that done in 20 to 30 minutes. So we might go 40 to an hour. I don't know how long this is going to go. It could go 30 minutes, too. I don't know. I mean, we could be done in 15. I don't really know. I'm just, I'm not going to put any restrictions on the conversation limit here, is my point. Because... Good topic. Yeah. Um. So, maybe if we are going to have 45 minutes, I shouldn't have jumped so early into the topic, but that's okay. Well, just <laughs> just cut to the chase, I guess. Um. So, first, maybe we need to talk about different types of love. Um. So, Ellie, maybe I. There's many types, but maybe give us like the three main types, four main types, five main types of of love. Okay, so I would say there is like romantic love, so like I guess your parents or <sighs> anyway. Like yes. a guy girl relationship. Well, yes. no, I shouldn't say that because there's still yeah. My point is is like if yeah, romantic I mean it's not that hard to understand. Yeah. If Let's be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably competent enough to know what romantic love is. Okay. Yes. And then there's also like love blah, 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 blah. 
brotherly love. So like I love Caleb and we love other Christians and Okay. Like that. Mm, yeah, but brotherly love is pretty much anyone that you're not romantically interested in and God. You know. Yeah. I mean, pretty much cuz or it should be anyway. Yeah. But uh yeah. And then I'm guessing the last type you wanted me to say is like loving God and God loving us. Yeah, because that, that in the Bible is described um, as a different type of relationship. But also I would say there maybe is a fourth genre that kind of, um, maybe it's a subgenre of brotherly love, but like almost loving your enemies and like those, because um, we're called to love our enemies, but uh, just, uh, you know, that type of um, that love relationship there it looks a little bit different than brotherly love it i mean it shouldn't quite but it's gonna look different for sure so um yeah i would say those are probably the three to four main types um so we're gonna be trying to cover all of those types um so maybe we should just start by jumping into one of those subjects so Ellie, why don't you pick which one do you want to dive into first? Uh, I think one that probably relates the most to all of us. It Well, I'm not going to. To the whole entire world is probably brotherly love. I was thinking maybe we start with God love because our the way we love God and the way God loves us should flow out into our brotherly love and romantic love and loving our enemies type love. Um. Because if you don't have that love with God and God doesn't love you, then you're not called to love others or pursue a romantic relationship in a certain way or um, love your enemies. So um, maybe we should start with God love because that's um, that really is what flows um, out of, you know, you need the, the vertical relationship to flow out to the horizontal relationship, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, best best put by John Piper and Desiring God. Um, plugs, plugs, plugs. Hey, but, I was just about to start that book tonight. Okay, well, do that because it's a good book. And you should all start that book tonight. I, don't, I mean, not to, <laughs> whenever you can, if you can, you should. That's my point. It's a good book. Anyway, um, yeah, so maybe we talk about uh, God love first. So, like, I'll ask you, so, how does, um, so, yeah, just <laughs> tell us about that, because I don't really know where to, to start with a question, I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of questions I could ask. Okay, so we should probably go in a little bit more depth of describing God love, God's love, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, kind of, like, God's love for us is um well for one on a way different level than our love for our i others like god's love is so it's oh my goodness i can't even like explain like how much yeah definitely it is and <laughs> i just think that uh explaining god's love you can't really even because it's just so it's just so unexplainable i guess but the main point i would say with like god's love is that it's gonna should be the most important thing like that we strive for like god will always love us no matter what we do and that's kind of like a big thing to remember and another big thing to remember is that like god's love like, kind of like I said, will, like, never fail no matter what you do or what circumstance you're in. He's, his love is always steadfast, and I think that's really important to remember. What else do you have to say about that? I kind of just covered, like, yeah. steadfast love. Yeah, and... yeah, um, so I guess maybe we, maybe I'll ask you more specifically, so, um, let's talk about the uh like god to us relationship so there's 
there's two sides of the equation when it comes to to the God us. No, I shouldn't say that. There should be two sides. There could be one side though. Um, maybe you talk about God loving us and people in in general. So um, like where because that's where it all starts. Um, do you? Uh, I actually have a verse for that. I'm I'm not even gonna look it up because I know it. Um, obviously, Ellie, you don't have to mouth it to me. It is John, John three, 3 16. sixteen because I mean that's the go to verse for anything. But really, it's the truth in this context. It's you know, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. God so loved the world. Now we're gonna I'm gonna focus on that part right there because. God loved the world, like, not just Christians who believed in him, not just um, those who followed him and did what he asked, um, no, the world, and that entails everyone, so really, um, everyone past, present, and future, he loved and loves and is going to love every single person that will walk planet Earth, and that is just the way God works. God is, God loves no matter what the, whether you sin against him, deny him, believe him, but still sin against him. I mean, any, I mean, obviously you're still going to sin against him. If, if we, if he didn't love anyone that sinned against him, he wouldn't love any of us. So really, um, it, it really all starts there is God loves all of us, no condition. There's no condition. God loves us all. And now, it's going to be different. Um, well, it's not going to be different. He loves us all the same. I should... It, he loves us all the same and equally. But, um, yeah, so... And then you go to the us-God relationship. So, um... If we are believers in God, um, which I really hope you are, then, uh, especially, and I'm assuming most of you are, um, who are listening to this podcast, but if you're not, then, uh, go check out our gospel episode, because that's a great place to start, and, uh, we talk about different places you can start into getting into the gospel and stuff like that there, but, um, just, uh, that unconditional love, but then when we as Christians um, experience that unconditional love and realize it, then that spills out into all our other relationships, um, then kind of going forth and um, in our, as I said earlier, like, especially in the brotherly love, because the way God loves us affects how we love others, and also in our romantic relationships, because um, the way we, God loves us, and the way God treats us, um, teaches us how to, uh, treat others in a brotherly and a romantic relationship, and, um, should, and because God loves us, we, um, desire to follow his commands, and that will also play into brotherly love and romantic love, so, um, yeah, so I would say, uh, the definitely most important out of these three is the you and God relationship because um that's um that's the most important and work we as Christians are called to love God it's um it's what we're called to do and while others may not love God we can still show them the love of God thus leading them to Christ through our actions and through our love showing, and when they ask why you act this way or love this way, you can say, because I was uh, first loved, and there's actually a verse about that, I'm not going to look it up, but uh, it goes something like, um, we love because he first loved us, which I'm pretty sure that's a verse. It might be just this, I don't remember. No, I'm I almost sure that's, verse, I'm almost but... sure that's a verse, but um, maybe I'll look it up here in a second, but yeah, I would just say that's the main point of the the us loving God relationship is um, God loves us and pours into us and we need to pour out to others and then that translates into brotherly love so let's talk about brotherly love what does that mean 
Ellie, and um, who does that encapsulate? Does um, and let's talk about that a little bit more. Okay, so brotherly love, I'd say, is really um, again, it has a lot to do with um, your relationship with God too, because when you see that love that God pours out to you, you really just want to. It should make you want to love others that um because christ loved you and i think and god loves you and so i think that's just really important to remember so in brotherly love it really comes down to pretty much with like people anyway i think it's like everyone that you interact with everyone that you encounter in your life like i think that whether it be in person or just over the media or something, anything really, I think that your love should pour out to them and just love them. And kind of like Caleb said, they're going to see your actions and they may ask you, why do you love me? And even especially if they're like an enemy or something, they will ask you why, well, they might not ask you, but if they, they might ask you, well, why do you love me after I've done all these bad things to you or something like that and you can tell them of why that because christ loves you and god loves you and he sent his son and so you just want to pour out that love into their lives and i think that's really important so yeah and i think you have a and and peter that. actually talks about that in first peter uh starting in verse 22 through verse 25 says Having purified your souls by obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from pure heart, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls, but the Lord, word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. And really, um, which that also goes to our kind of our gospel um topic like spreading that gospel which we are um possibly and probably planning on talking about in a future episode um more specifically but just that uh that good news that we re receive we need to uh give to others and spread to others and uh yeah the bible really has a lot to say about brotherly love and um god love relationship and romantic love i mean Love is, uh, I mean, you just look up uh, love in your glossary in the back of my Bible, which I'm doing right now. Um, it gives me, like, hundreds of results for love, love, lovely, lover, loves, loving. I mean, there's tons and tons and tons of verses that give me um, tons of results for different things. And, um, yeah. If so, you have one of these, I would encourage you to go look up some of these verses because they're great reminders and you can really learn a lot from them yeah and one thing about our god relationship i'd like to say too is one reason uh we need to spread it to others is first john four sixteen says let me pull that up quickly first john four sixteen um talks about god being the i'd say a really good place to look uh, for verses about love is in First John, Second John, Third John, because that's mm -hmm. a lot, a lot of love about love. But um, I'll start in First John. Oh my goodness, this is okay. I'm gonna read a huge passage here. Okay, so sit back tight. But I, this is really um, encapsulate a lot of what we're gonna be talking about. So First uh, John four seven through. 21. <laughs> it's a long passage, but I'm going to read it all. Okay, ready? Okay, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, lo in this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so, we that, so that we might live through him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us, and sent his Son to be propitiation propitiation for our sins. Don't know that word. <laughs> Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. 
No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he is in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be Savior and Spirit. And we seen and we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is Son of God abides in God, and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because he as he also as he is also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear is to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. There's the verse I was talking about earlier. <laughs> I knew it was the verse. If anyone says, I love God, and he hates his brother, he is a liar. For who does not love his brother, whom he cannot love, he who has seen cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. So that goes up that, really That well. really translates. I mean, I couldn't say it, I couldn't say it better myself. I mean, that's... I mean, of course, I couldn't say it better than myself in the Bible, but my point is, is that's really what we're trying to get out here. That whole passage really encapsulates that relationship with us and God and um, us I and knew we would brothers. jump back to God. Later. Yeah, that, because, because they're so tied together. Everything is so universally tied. You can't talk about one subject without talking about the other. That's what's so cool about it. It's It's really cool. It's not like... It's not that there's separate divisions. Like your your brotherly love should not be separate from your godly love. You cannot love others without loving God. It says that. Look at the last verse, verse twenty one. And this but commandment. You cannot love God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't love um God without loving your brother, and you can't love your brother without loving God. My point is, it, you look at verse twenty one, and this commandment we have from Him: whoever loves God must also love his brother. And then, and then, it, yeah, it, it's just so clear here that it translates over. And then we go back earlier in that segment. Um, I'd really encourage you to go read this. This is, this is really good stuff. Um, this I'd is, encourage you guys to read first John, first, second, and third John, John the whole book they're really short books they're not very long they could you, you could, could easily get them done I mean in if you day, if you like, read it if you read a chapter a night you could maybe get it in, in about a week and a half to two weeks maybe I mean that's a really consistent way to do it if you read just a chapter every night mm -hmm. it's really good um so that whole segment I read there was first John 4 7 through 21 so I but also it just talks about God the the heading of the title literally is and it says it multiple times in that passage, God is love. So maybe we should talk about that a little bit more. What does that mean? And how does that affect the way we love others? And I know you're flipping there. So what is this um what is this passage telling us? I'm just working it off. Oh, <laughs> um, what does this passage tell us about uh like how that affects our relationship with others and why like God doesn't just love us. He literally is love what does that mean so um and how does that entail into our yeah other? i flipped over to first john 4 and it says um anyone who does not love does not know god because god is love so if you're not loving others and loving god and loving you don't know who god is because god is love like you don't know yeah who he is if you're not loving him and again you can't love him without so you can't love with or you can't know god without loving him and loving his people children yeah. people yeah. yeah and it says in um in mid uh in verse 16 so we have come to know and to believe the love that god has for us god is love and whoever abides in love abides in god and god abides in him so you can't not have love you can't not have you can't have God and not have love. Mm -hmm. You can't have love and not have God. They're they're tied together. Yeah. In First Corinthians eight three it says, But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. So this just 
again says it's it's loving God is like a package deal. Like they yeah. come together. Yeah. You don't have one without the other. And yeah. Yeah. And in another, I don't want to keep going on a rant, but another long passage here. I'm, I'm going to try to read. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, especially first John has a lot about um, love and other really, really good stuff. Um, but this uh, thing that really has to do with brotherly love here um, is First John uh, 3, 11 through uh, 24. I'll try to read it quickly. Mm-hmm. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. We should not be like Cain, who is, evil, who is the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own deeds were evil and his brother's righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. By this we shall know that we are the truth and reassure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. Just as he commanded us, whoever keeps his commandments abide in God and him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given us. And that really goes back to what Jesus said in the Gospels, where he talks about the two, what are the two greatest commandments? Um, you know, love God and love others. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to. And actually, I'm thinking of a song right now by uh, Danny Goki. It, it's like, it's the, the chorus of the song goes, it all comes down to this, love God and love people. And th- I really actually, I really um, like that song and believe what it says because Really, that is what, I I mean, there's so much to life, and I'm not saying life is just some little simple thing, but if you think about it, our command from God really comes down, there's so many commands from God, but it really comes down to two simple things, love God and love people, because that's what life boils down to, okay? I mean, I, there, obviously there's a lot more to life, and I'm not trying to simplify things here, but my point is, is as far as commandments from God, we need to love him and love others. And all of those other commandments from him are just more specifications and subcategories mm-hmm. of those two commands. Like, if you think about all the Ten Commandments, they're either love God or love others. And that comes in all various shapes and sizes. Like, you know, on all these commandments we talked about, we're going to, we talked about, we've talked about all these different things. Like our, our last episode was humility. That's, that's actually almost two things. That's loving God and loving others in one. But I, I'm just saying, um, yeah, it's, I'd say those are the most two important things in life is to love God and love others. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I was just reading in these subcaptions in my Bible, and it says it comes with, like, these verses. And in it's, like, talking about verse 19, and it says, we love because God's love was demonstrated on the cross and God's love, God loves humanity first and the love Christians show is a response to that love. And it says to go see Romans 5, 8, which says, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So I think yeah. that's how he shows his love. And then we just need to remember that our response is loving others and loving him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we talked about a lot there and there's, so much more we could say um now we are going to move on to the third topic um romantic no 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 uh, we are going to talk about romantic love which is um what you might say to be a sub genre of brotherly love um but it is definitely different uh, for sure because there's um some very specific boundaries for this and we're going to talk about those. And um, 
we're going to talk about uh, just how that plays into our relationship with God and what the Bible has to say about romantic relationships and pursuing romantic relationships. And there's a lot about this, so we're not going to talk about it um, a ton, but we are definitely going to want to cover it. So um, maybe to start, uh, what do you, what does God have to say about romantic relationships, Ellie? Do you think um, God's against romantic relationships? Um, and so, yeah, so, yeah, um, mm-hmm. I yeah. and maybe we should also, um, talk about in the context of marriage versus dating and stuff like that. We're not going to get too in depth, but just, um, it needs to be. Yeah. Right. And we, and we might talk about, uh, like, like dating and stuff in a future episode too. Yeah. Um, especially when one of us starts dating, neither one of us are <laughs> no. dating currently, um, but yeah. Anyway, my point is, is um, my point is, is that uh, we we might come back to this topic in a little bit more depth. But for yeah. now, we're just gonna maybe spend 10-15 minutes on it or so. Um, okay. Yeah. So, what do you think uh, God really like? Thinks about. his opinion on yeah. um, on just romantic love in general, whether it be dating or marriage or not even dating, you know. Okay, so my first thought is, if God didn't like romantic love, why would he have created it? Yeah. In the first place. Definitely. I, I would say so, God, I mean, God is... I think he is definitely approval of romantic love if you follow the commandments that go along with romantic love. Yeah. I definitely think that that's a huge part of it. And um, so, yes, for one, I just want to get that out of the way. I do think romantic love is okay. Um, yeah. Definitely, again, with the commandments that go along with it. And uh, God created it. Um, In the beginning, he put man and woman together. And so... I think that really just symbolizes that it is um, something that he created and therefore it is uh, yeah. of importance. So, yeah, that's what I have to say I about I think that God definitely approves of romantic love. Yeah. Is that what you would have to say? Yeah, definitely. Um, For sure. Why would he have created marriage if he didn't approve yeah. of romantic love? Um, And... Not to be weird or anything, but let's be honest that, you know, like romantic love is kind of, you, you need that to, I mean, I'm not going to get in depth, but my point is, is that, you know, like if Adam and Eve hadn't loved each other, we wouldn't be here right now. Is my point. My point is, is that romantic love was, I mean, why would anyone even get married if they weren't actually attracted to the other person in some way? It's my point, you know, in just a general aspect. Um, but so, yeah, I would say for sure he approves of it. Um, yeah, we, and some people aren't called to romantic love. Some people are marriage, I should say. Um, because you know that, uh, there's you know there's, mm-hmm. and and it depends okay. on the stage it's, of life too. Yeah. Because there's some people that will go their whole life with being single, and that's perfectly fine. That's if that's what God's called them to, that's great. There's people that are that God has called to singleness and, um, not, not, um, yeah, that's like, I, Paul, I mean, think I about, just gonna say, think, about some, think about some of the, think about some of the greatest characters in the Bible. Think about the greatest character in the Bible. Jesus was never married. Jesus was never married. Paul was never married. But he had brotherly love toward like Martha. But that's Mary. not, see, which is also something I, I want to talk about. Romantic yeah, love but, there is a difference. But I still say that you should brotherly love someone who maybe you romantically love. Too. Yeah. Yes. Because, and it should kind of flow into that. It shouldn't be two separate things. You shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to do this romantic love action towards this person and then this brotherly love action towards this person or whatever. Like, it should be tied bro-mance. in. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> do you say bromance? <laughs> That's a whole different topic. That's oh wow, that's not even okay. Anyway, we're gonna move on now. But um yeah, so uh I'm gonna try to find a verse here if you wanna keep talking about that though. Uh for sure. I'm thinking well, one thing that pops to mind is that 
it's definitely kind of when we were talking about like being single it's definitely what god calls you to it's not like don't feel like you're forced to fall in love or something like that because that's definitely not um something that you're forced to do i think it's important that we have especially as young children we don't um start dating someone without our parents approval i think that's just something i would have to say because um i definitely think our parents approval especially on the first part is or first stage is yeah it kind of depends on what point in life for yeah true um and one thing that's a little bit i mean it's related to romantic and especially like marriage here um paul says to the unmarried and the widows i say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. And that's not, Paul's not saying that if you have a romantic interest in someone or want want to get married with someone, um, that you are not able to exercise self-control. It's just some things, some people aren't, don't burn, as he says, burn with passion. I, I mean, it, there are different levels here, okay? There's, you know, there's there's different levels here. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But my point is, is that, like, it's, um, you know, if if you feel that God has called you to marry someone someday, um, then that's great. And you may not even know. I don't even know, honestly, at this point. Um, but I would just say that, um, you know, like, God will show you for sure. And, um, you know, you might date someone and realize, um, marriage just isn't gonna be what isn't what God has called you to and Mm -hmm. realize that God has called you to be single. So, you know, it really depends on the person and what God's called them to. But, um, prayer is a huge part before you get married or, yeah, especially before you get married. But I think that's important. You gotta remember, none of us are talking from experience. Yeah, I was gonna say we're, we're not even we're not even dating anyone, much less married. Yeah, yeah, we're not old enough to be married. So yeah. Anyway, um, but the point is, is that uh, we've been around people who are married. Um, our parents and <laughs> a lot of other people, our grandparents and stuff like that. But um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's um yeah. I would just say. From uh, what it says in the Bible is what we're giving yeah. you the information and, based and, on. And also, so, Ellie, how should our God relationship impact our romantic relationship? Like, I mean, there should be a lot of things here, but, like, um, like, how does that affect um, the way we interact um, with someone that maybe we're romantically interested in? Or maybe just the opposite gender in general. Because there's definitely differences, and um, and you don't have to dive too in depth. But my point is, is that you know, I mean, there's specific, specific instructions in the Bible concerning the opposite gender and stuff, and like wives, you must subs- or submit to your husbands. Yeah, and I, husbands, you must yeah, I know to that, but let's. Let's stay out of the just marriage in general because I'm assuming, especially if you're listening to this podcast, um, you're most likely not, especially if you're the target audience, which is our teens out there. Uh, adults keep listening. We love you. Well, too. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my point is, is that, you know, as a podcast for Christian teens, we're going to talk about things about Christian teens. So, um, you know, what is that? Um, what does that look like, and how does that, you know what I'm saying, like, or do you you want me to answer my, you want me to answer answer my question? question? Um, just like, I'd say, like, that just in general, um, our relationship with someone, like, we're romantically interested in, um, should be in, inside of God's boundaries, and that's a whole nother topic, too, um, which has, you know, which has to do with, purity but also just in general like um you know doing we 
God is okay with us pursuing a romantic relationship as long as it doesn't take away from the relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Like if if you find that um, pursuing a romantic relationship with someone is either causing you to sin or um, going out of something you don't think God will want you to do or is um, taking away from your time with God. Like if you're finding that going out on dates all the time um, prevents you from being able to read your Bible and pray every day and stuff like that, um, then maybe you should relook the situation there and or take a step back. Maybe just go out on less dates. No, my point is, is like if if you're finding that just that relationship in general is taking away from your time with God or hindering your time with God, um, then maybe you need to take a step back and just check where you're at. And, um, but yeah, I would just say that's the, the main thing I would say about that. I, I don't, I don't know have, if you have anything, any else to cover with romantic I, relationships, I but that's about don't. I'm not very experienced, but I will say that I think go to the Bible for guidance. If that is something go to, go to parents too. And parents, parents know, especially pastors. yeah parents pastors um youth leaders and all that stuff. yeah maybe we'll have an episode about that in the future i don't know if it's going to be near future but hopefully sometime in the future talking about some of the different topics we talked about shortly there but uh yeah it i would uh yeah go to go to trusted um you know if you're a girl go to some trusted woman you look up to and if you're a guy look up go to some Trusted men you look up to and uh, get some I think advice. You switch too. I mean, like, well, yeah, I'm just especially saying. Especially with your parents, it's like. Well, yeah, but I would suggest that you um, first go to yeah. like a, a. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that basically wraps up all we were going to talk about, and then maybe, so maybe we'll just talk about one other. Um, thing I wanted to talk about. Actually, there's two of the things I wanted to talk about quickly. So, uh, what would you say um, loving your enemy looks like? Is that different than brotherly love? Um, and how so and such? Well, first thing I'm just going to say, loving your enemy is definitely something God says to do in the Bible. Um, and it's might I don't know should it look different um I would say it will look different I don't know if it should should. look different um but it probably will it will for sure I mean if there's someone that you're definitely against then loving them is going to be a lot harder it's going to take a lot more willpower than loving someone that you um I I don't want to say love but you know like someone that you're on their side or whatever um, you know, you get along. With yeah, exactly. And I would just say uh, that's something you need to think about. And God says we need to love our enemies, so we need to um, love our enemies. Which is actually, I was listening to uh, a comedian today who was actually talking about that, and he was saying, uh, you know, God, our religion is the only one where we are called to love our enemies, not just our our uh, friends and such. But then there's one last topic I wanted to cover maybe before we wrapped it up. Is there anything we should not love? Is there anything we should, um, say hate or not love? Because, um, I can mm-hmm. sure think of a few. I mean... I know one we shouldn't love. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. Satan. Satan. Okay. We should hate Satan. We should hate Satan. The Bible says we should hate Satan. Now, the Bible says... We should love our enemies, which you would say, okay, Caleb, Satan's your enemy, right? Yeah. And to that, I would say you're correct. But Satan is almost presented as an exception case because we are called to love the people that God loves. God loves the whole world, so we're called to love everyone in the world. God does clearly state in the Bible that he hates Satan, or he is told to hate Satan. Not told by anyone, but like in the Bible is told. You, The Bible says he hates Satan, is my point. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, he is told to hate yeah, Satan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just a, my confusing way of saying the Bible says. <laughs> um, anyway. 
Um, yeah, and then, then I'd like to bring up a passage that is going to be a little bit contradictory to what we've talked about. Oh, boy. And I want oh, you to, yes. I want to see how you kind of work this out. I'm not showing you the passage. Oh, boy. I want to see kind of how you work this out um, and what you think about this and how this differs from what we've talked about before. So, I'm going to read a passage in 1 John 2. You're making me nervous. Um, the title of this, the 1 John 2, 15 through 17 titled, Do Not Love the World. Do not love the world or the things in the world. For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eye and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. But Ellie, I thought we said that you're supposed to love the world. I thought you're supposed to love everyone in the world. I thought... I thought it says that God loves the world. So why do we not love the world? And and uh, and how is that different from what we talked about before? Well, Caleb, we should not love the world. But I'm going to kind of rephrase that. I'm going to say we should not love what is of the world. So sinful natures of the world... I think we should not love, for sure. I know we should not love sinful things of the world. and But we should love the people. I think we should love the people in the world who have fallen into that sin. And whatever else of the world that may be in that. And I think also just not like, for an example, like we should not love what... Um, we should not love, let's say, some clothes or things on this earth that we want. Like, we should not love that because it says in the Bible, our treasure is in heaven. Or we should not love addiction or violence or anything in our going on in our world. So I think there's a line drawn there. But what do you think? Yeah, I would say I just threw you a curve and you smacked a home run. That. I, I knew um for sure I knew you'd be able to tackle that one. That's why I asked you. But I, yeah, I would definitely agree with what you said there. Um, I was just trying to be a little tricky on you and see if you could you could handle it. But I, I knew you could. I was just, I I knew, yes, that's that's what I was thinking from the beginning here is um, definitely what's in the world. And you kind of have to def define your terms here. What does the world mean? Does the world mean the people, or does the world mean the things that the people have, use, are in, are a part of, you know, and such? Um, and we actually, I feel like we talked about that in another episode. Yeah, I, I think. We I'm did. not remembering what episode here. Let me go Is back in my. Let me go back in my episode notes. Uh, man. Might have been one of those. I that don't. We I don't know which one it was um but one thing for sure is a good um a good one you can go back to about loving god and praising god is go check out the last weekend wonder we just put out which is how to praise god in tough times which will get a little bit more specifically into that and you should check that out so i really think we covered a lot and i i pretty much covered everything i wanted to cover and more so uh yeah i don't know about you unless you had any Last things you wanted to say. Well, I will say you were sure, right, that we were going to go over a half an hour. Well, I knew it would go over long, and I, we kind of wanted it to go over a little long since we've been out of the loop for a while. So it's kind of nice to get back in and just, uh, holy cow, it's 610. That that took a, it was a long time. We started, we sat down and started podcasting at like 510. So <laughs> we've been at it for a while, but that's cool. So anyway, um, we're... That pretty much wraps everything up, doesn't it? So, uh, yeah, I think that that pretty much is it. Yeah, well, uh, just make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, follow us. Follow, follow us on Spotify. Review us. Review us. We really need reviews. That'd be... <laughs> yes, we need reviews. I'm going to say we need reviews. I'm just going to go out there say we, we need, need reviews. reviews. No shame. Um, but We need reviews. Um. Well, we, we want... I'm not going to get into the moral... No, because we don't have enough reviews to, like... If you want the podcast to grow, then give some reviews. If yes. you want others to hear what we're saying, tell them about it. Text them about it. 
you can go on to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify or wherever you listen and copy a link and send it to them and mm-hmm. they can just click on that link and listen. Just that'd be totally cool. Um we would love that. that we, we would to- definitely love that. I mean, this podcast only grows by telling anyone. I mean, how do you think we ever built an audience? We told some family and friends that we started a podcast and it's grown from there and some people have just found us but mm-hmm. anyway just make sure to uh subscribe and all all that jazz also remember that we have put up a challenge for the first person to enter in their voice message intro will be featured in an upcoming episode um whenever we get our first entry we will feature it in an episode uh shortly after that and uh, you will be doing our intro for us, so just make sure to, uh, just remember, if, when did I state the rules for that humility episode, I believe? Mm-hmm. So just go back to episode 11 to hear the rules for that. All you gotta do is basically give the intro, like, just say the current or whatever. And your um, name if you want. Yeah, yeah. You can totally do that. Yeah, I would also like to say, um, over video message, or any way you can contact us, really, if you're thinking about maybe this has been the first time, I kind of wanted to mention this, but I forgot about it. If this is like the first time you've like heard this um, stuff talked about, or maybe you don't go to church or you don't really, you've just always kind of wondered about like what this Christianity stuff is and stuff. We would love if you would contact us and we could get in contact with you and talk to you about that a little bit more and if you yeah, could get maybe you, get you some resources yeah, on it and stuff i would love to sit down and chat with one of you uh over like email or something i don't yeah. know yeah. voice recording but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying this is coming anytime soon but we're hoping possibly at least i'm hoping i haven't talked to ellie a ton about it but i'm hoping to um open up a website here sometime soon and possibly an email with some kind of way that we can contact you more easily mm-hmm. and um, hopefully open up a website, maybe uh, we'll try to post, a, post a few things on there, maybe post a few articles or whatever. This is long-term stuff, guys. This is not coming anytime soon. Don't expect it anytime soon. Um, but, but we'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll definitely let you know. <laughs> It'll be exciting if we get to start a website. But um, anyway, yeah. uh, that, that pretty much wraps yeah. it up. Well, we better be signing off for now. For now, <laughs> this has been The Current.